Welcome to Ben Beyond Spielberg. I'm Emily Schmemily, your resident Spielberg apatheticist. And I'm Justin Kizan, the resident Spielberg fanatic. Justin. Okay. Why do already, we... Already, already with the tone. We just started. Why do we do this? Uh... Why did you convince me to do this? Well, um... It's a social experiment, and part of me <laughs> wants to know, knowing your tolerance yeah. for things, that I feel that I would like to know if I'm wrong about my suspicions. <laughs> um, do you know what? What are you going to say? Go ahead, what's that? Do you, you, do you know what tomorrow is, Justin? Uh, yes. Because we just talked about we just it talked before about we started it. recording. I would, I'm not going to lie, honestly, it was, I, I, I actually didn't know, so... I wouldn't, it's fine. I know. Uh, tomorrow's, tomorrow's my birthday, Justin. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm turning 26 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hitting the, the the latter half of my 20s. You're in your quarter your yeah. quarter life. That's right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. as I'm pondering yeah. this fleeting time I have left <laughs> on this earth, and how it's get it going away and growing smaller and smaller, uh-huh. I look at what I'm doing, what, how I'm spending <laughs> my time in these few <laughs> remaining years I have as I get older. And the answer is watching Indiana Jones in the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. And it's it's not good, Justin. It's not a good look. So, uh, let me take you nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, film... 2008. 2008. Movie was coming out. Uh, this I, month, I believe. Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah. And I was... This is six months after I graduated film school. Yeah. I was still living in L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, I was doing odd jobs here and there already in the entertainment industry, mm-hmm. air quotes, and um, this movie was looming. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, I'm, and I, I always try to remain to be a little Mr. Optimistic mm-hmm. because it keeps me sane. <laughs> um, and uh, I knew this was looming, but even then, I knew as much as I was like. The trailers are getting me excited. Ma, more on nostalgia factor. Sure. Uh, and also the idea of Spielberg jumping into familiar territory. Yeah. After three dark films in a row. Um, um, yeah. <laughs> or three dark films and then a one that you surprisingly, I'm still shocked this day, you liked. That was a great film. It's going to be the thing. That's going to be the That's going to be the thing we're going <laughs> to keep doing on this show. Um, so uh, I went to go see this movie with three film school friends. Mm-hmm. One is a dude who's now my age. Yeah. I'm 33 now. Well, he was your age then, too, surely. So back then, he was 33. Oh, I see what so you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he yeah. Was, he then was your age now. Correct. Um, he was a guy who definitely, you know, Indiana Jones, Star Wars, uh, reflect his film taste. Yeah. Um, and maybe not the right guy to yeah. watch <laughs> this movie with. Because he already was nitpicking the trailers to death. Yeah. And I'm just like, just wait, just watch, let them, just watch just the let it breathe, just let, just watch the movie, dude. let it breathe. He's like, oh, why, why did he cut it like that? You could I even, don't know, it's a trailer. You dude. could do a fun thing where you like do a Richard Dreyfuss impression. He's like, you know, you want to let that breathe? Never mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that was a deep cut Jaws reference. This, I actually appreciated that. I was like, ooh, nice yeah, for the listener who might have been confused. <laughs> Listen, it's a Spielberg podcast, so we should do. <laughs> That's we're, true. They probably, they probably got it. <laughs> so um, we'd see it at the ArcLight opening night. Was this the Arclight in Hollywood? No, Arclight in Hollywood, which yeah. was across the street from our alma mater. So, um, walked out. This is, you take me to after the movie. This is now I'm after the okay. movie. We're done with the movie. Did uh, you see it in the dome? We did not. Okay. We, saw, we didn't see it in the dome. So, walked out of the theater. Now we're, we're all standing in front of the, our old school. <laughs> and, uh, the older gentleman who's, uh, you know, now smoking his second cigarette <laughs> is livid. Yeah. <laughs> going on and on and about how much he hated it and what the fuck and they're like yeah you, you prequeled this one too huh George and etc yeah. etc et and he looked at me and I was really quiet <laughs> <laughs> and he's like ah fuck <laughs> don't tell me you liked it <laughs> and I sat there stood there and went a little bit <laughs> yeah um I have not said through this movie from beginning to end since then. Mm-hmm. So I was ready for it. <laughs> because here's the thing. is that As like, ready as you can ever be. Right, because I did see it a second time. Uh, yeah. Like a month or two after that. And I, I was kind of like, I like this. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> so I was intrigued. Yeah. What was your initial 
Did you ever see this in theater? Did you watch it when it came out? Or did you watch uh, it on video? I will say, I watched this. Um, this was my 17th birthday. It was me and my friends mm-hmm. got together. And we watched Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, so that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> this, was a, this was a birthday celebration for me. Yeah. Uh, in, in 2008. Um, I had seen Hot Fuzz for my birthday the year before. So... I was really riding a high going into this for the birthday movie watching. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. Um, and I was also covering it for the school newspaper, for the high school newspaper, uh. which I was co-editor in chief at the time. Okay. Um, so there exists somewhere, and I did. I, I I thought of digging it up to read it on the on the air, mm-hmm. um, but then the thought of reading my seventeen-year-old me's writing <laughs> was just too embarrassing, so I didn't do it. It's fair. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there exists somewhere in this house right now. Um, <laughs> A copy of my review of, of Indiana Jones: The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull at the time. Um, I remember being cautiously optimistic going in. Those are mm-hmm. the words I used a lot. Um, yeah. I there were parts of the trailer which pretty okay to me. I um, especially then, and to be honest, even still a little now, uh, would consider myself a Shia LaBeouf apologist. Uh, I I don't think he's nearly as bad as a lot of people make him out to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was, I was ready for it at the time, mm-hmm. um, and then, um, after I saw it, I kind of thought, oh, that was good, <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was, that was good, <laughs> I, 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 even then, I, there were parts of it that I really couldn't stand, which we yeah. won't get into, for sure, but I, I, overall, felt it to be a pretty okay-ish movie. Sure, sure. I did not watch it a second time, so this, mm-hmm. until yesterday, for this podcast. Oh, so it, little, nine years later. Yeah. This, yes, we haven't seen it since then. Correct. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let just go ahead. Let let the floodgates go. Go ahead. Um, go ahead it's a bad movie. It's yeah. a very, very, very bad movie. Okay. I don't know what the hell seventeen-year-old <laughs> me was thinking, describing uh, it and putting it into words. In fact, <laughs> that I that I thought it was mostly okay. It's trash. Mm-hmm. It is, bro. It is. There's not a second of this film that is good. Okay. How do you feel, Justin? <laughs> Am I? Is this, is this going to be? Is this going to be a repeat of, of, of that moment outside the arc light? No, because I'm prepared this time. Yeah. Um, so let me state this very clearly. It's not a good movie. Yeah, very true. <laughs> um, I got a lot of problems with it. Yeah, I should hope so. A lot. I a, should hope so. A lot. Yeah. Um, a lot of it's script. Mm-hmm. A lot of it's script. Yeah. That being said, <laughs> mm, I know, I know, I know. Listen, this the show wouldn't be the show unless we had these mild arguments every once in a while. Yeah. Um, still mildly entertained with it. Oh, Justin. Oh, I know, I know, Emily. But <gasps> why would you say that? It's obviously that can't be true. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it is, and uh, uh, but it's this case of. I find sequences enjoyable. See, that's interesting. Because yeah. I feel like I have a sort of opposite relationship sure. with it. Where, I actually, uh, I think a lot of people are pretty quick to blame George Lucas for this. Mm-hmm. I actually don't think the bones of the story is bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's the execution that's bad. I think the sequences are bad, and mm-hmm. I think the individual the little screenplay choices are bad. I think the individual screenplay choices are bad. Um, I like, I realize I've still liked the same sequences I liked before. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're better than anything from the previous three films. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's, that's no question. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. nothing here is as good as anything in Raiders. Nothing here is anything as good as the minecart sequence in Temple. Nothing here is anything as good as as some of my favorite stuff in, in, in Last Crusade. And you and me are, are fine with Last Crusade. Yeah. So, um... That being said, I still find elements I really enjoy personally and things, and I kind of like seeing Indy in, in, situ- in areas and locations I'm not used to seeing him in. Mm-hmm. So I, I, the things that I found entertaining eight, nine years ago, I still find entertaining today with bigger caveats. Yeah. And, um, but I do really, but yeah, like really watching it this time, I'm going, wow, I kind of don't really care about anything else though. Because <laughs> story wise, is. This 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 trash. The story problem is the same issues I had with Last Crusade. Oh, you know, what? I guess I do have story problems too. Now that I'm thinking about it in the moment, <laughs> but it's not. I don't like. I don't honestly. I don't mind the interdimensional beings stuff. I well, think that's we'll get to that. Fine. 
My problem... Uh, I'd maybe rather they were just aliens, but I I, yeah. I, I I think it's fine. I mean, the stuff with Marion, I think, is where the story's stuff really runs into Which trouble. Which I, I agree with. I'm going to agree with you. I don't even know what you're going to say, <laughs> and I'm going to agree with you on that. Yeah. But um, my problem is, is the same issues I had with Last Crusade, which mm-hmm. is, you're doing Raiders again, and you're doing it kind of poorly. Yeah. Much, much, much more poorly. Much, much say. poorly. Worse than, than, than last. Because, <sighs> like... The third, I, I'll get to the third act, but basically, you know, I'm watching this, I'm going, it's basically Raiders again. Mm-hmm. And the problem is that, like, again, we always, this is what, I always go back to a temple, and I'm kind of glad we're finally here. Because mm-hmm. one of the things I remember saying back in Temple was that this is how I would prefer the Indiana Jones sequels. Yeah. You just took Indy and put him in another movie. Yeah. The MacGuffin is whatever, yeah. but it's not like Raiders where it's the goal. It's just you put Indy in another big... Adventure yes. serial thing. That's how it should be done. That's how it should be done. Yet you guys got so scared of people rejecting Temple at the time that you felt we got to revert and make it Raiders again. Yeah. And it's what happened with Last Crusade. And because of that lesson, they decided they're just going to stick with that. Yeah. And so here we are, Raiders again. Mm-hmm. And I blame the people who I feel like Last Crusade has a sort of better reputation than Temple today, even. And I blame those people for who I, made I, that reputation. I've never... I constantly meet somebody who always... I fucking love Last Crusade! Which I'm like, it's fine. I don't hate it. Yeah, but I'm a temp... I'm, I'm a Raiders first and a Temple guy afterwards. Yeah. I think... Yeah. So, I... Those things, like, kind of just meld into a nothing movie to me. And, yeah. And this is the case where it's like, the villain is... Like, I love... I usually love Kate Blanchett. She's nothing in this thing. Like, she's got an accent. Yeah. I love John Hurt. He's fucking wasted in this day. Yeah. yeah. I, I like Way Winston. You could get rid of Mac, and I'd be the happiest man alive. I hate, <laughs> I hate Mac so I much. I hate Mac intensely. Hey, Jonesy. Jonesy. Oh I'm a God. double agent. I blah, blah, blah. He, it's funny. I was actually, I was watching the last third of the movie at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my boss comes up to me. Who's the listener of the podcast, might I add? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, hey, man, I'm doing uh, Christmas Skulls. And he's like, oh, it's the next episode? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And when we're talking about the movie, and I brought up my, distri- my dislike of Mac, and he was basically was going to say, he said what I was going to say in this episode, is that Mac is three to four drafts from being an actual character. Yeah. But it's almost like if, you, if someone, if they did another draft, I feel like someone should have went, this Mac character? What are he, we doing with this He wouldn't guy? have survived three to four drafts. No, yeah. By draft four, he like, would have been wisely cut. Yeah, it's like, why is he still here in draft four? Get yeah. rid of this character. How did he make it? And then you cast Ray Winston, who's a great actor. Yeah. And like, it's almost as if you casted Ray Winston, realized that Mac is a shit character, yeah. but then you got one of, like, a great actor and go, I, well, I don't want to get rid of him. Yeah. We'll keep him. What? No. Get, no. Sorry, Ray, get another job. You know what I do? <laughs> the one thing I do like about Mac. Oh god, that's intriguing, was it? It's a jaunty little bandana on his neck. <laughs> it's a cute look. Um, uh, Ray Winston, Mac, has, Mac has style. I'll give him that much. I'll say Ray Winston's the kind of person who can pull that off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I like about Mac. Um, can we talk about the beef? The beef. The beef. What are you? What are you saying? Uh, actual cannibal Shia the beef. Oh, the beef. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the beef. What is? Your thoughts of the boof now? Yeah. As opposed to uh, then. You said you're still a, a mild shy apologist. Yeah, I, I I think, uh, I mean, I don't know. I think I think he's I think he's a fine actor, which I, I, I think people... Kind of forget. Yeah, I, I, I am. When I say fine, I mean, like, I don't mean, like, like fine arts. I mean, like, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, leave him alone. He's fine. Yeah. I, you know yeah. what? If you're, if, you, if you're the kind of person who wants to see a Transformers movie, he sells that lead well. Yeah. Um, I was a bit of a defender, too, between this Transformers and, um, and Eagle Eye, which I, I actually kind of liked him in. So. Uh, I, I like him in Eagle Eye, but that, I hate that movie. That movie's trash. <laughs> the movie's garbage, but I liked him in Eagle Eye. Yeah. Um, here is just sort of, I don't know. It's like if you, I guess, if you want Indiana Jones to have a greaser son, <laughs> like you can, like that's so, a thing you can do. And I mean, Shia LaBeouf, I think, is is performs as ably as anyone else would have in that he, role. He does fine. Yeah. You know. Um, what I kind of like is he's not he's not James Dean, like which I feel like would have been an easy choice yeah. for for an easy lazy choice to make here. Yeah, agreed. Which they 
didn't do really. Um, they were you can feel they were ch- going to try. Yeah, you can feel at some point they were like, "What if we?" And then someone was like, "Guys, no, no, not this guy." Yeah, you look at Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. He's like you're trying to be James Dean. That's the Which better angle. Kind of fits the character. Yeah, agreed. Um, um, yeah, I feel Mutt again is is two three drafts away. Yeah, from and I think he is someone first. who would survive those drafts, but yes. needs them to be a better character. Yeah. Um. Uh. Marion. Yeah. <laughs> Let's address the Marion problem. Yeah. Because there's a Marion problem. Yeah. Um, she shows up too late mm-hmm. to make any real impact. Yeah. Um, her scenes with Indy are rushed. Yes. So there's no real emotional back. Um, and I'm not even sure if she's really written 100% in character. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that a step further and say I'm I am definitely sure she's not written 100 in character. Totally fair. No, no, I'm not. She does not feel like Marion at all. That's the problem, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, which I guess the excuse is like, oh well, she's you know she found a husband, settled down, which is just such a bummer for like a character as cool as Marion was in Raiders. Like yeah. we can bitch about her being kind of a damsel in parts of Raiders. But, like, she still has that really cool scene in her bar in the beginning of the movie. Like, yeah. she's a really cool character. And here she's, like, kind of relegated to being, like, Indy, I'm mad at you because I'm left. And then he says an Indy line, and she, like, smiles like, aw, shucks. That bothers me so much. It's terrible. It's terrible. Like, no. Yeah. No, Marion, don't. Especially if he left you at the altar. Yeah. This is not a all all right. Like, what? That's not your guys' relationship. And then they fucking get married at the end and of the movie. Well, That's now, so dumb. And now it doesn't feel earned. It doesn't feel earned. Yeah. It doesn't make any goddamn sense why she would be like, oh, you you, yeah. you you handled some fire ants well, well, now you're ready for marriage. Well, it's like, as much as I'm, listen, I, I love Karen now. Yeah. So I'm, I was more, I'm more than happy that Spielberg went, fuck it, let's get her back. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. And, you know, she, she doesn't do, she doesn't work as much as she should. You know, I agree with that as well. She's and phenomenal. She's phenomenal. So I'm happy to see her here. Mm-hmm. And I'm also happy to see uh, Harrison get an age-appropriate woman. Yeah. <laughs> as, his fem- as his romantic lead in this. Yeah. So those are things I'm fine. Just wish you wrote Marion Ravenwood. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it seems like it's a real, it's a waste. There's so many things, so many resources just thrown to waste in this movie. So it's... I'm going to now go to some places that I don't, I know you're going to disagree with me. Okay. But I'm going to, I'm just going to. Say it because I want to bring him up. Okay. Um, I actually like the the Harvard chase scene in the motorcycle. So what are you saying? I like the the college chase scene with the motorcycle. Can I tell you right now? Sure. I think I fell asleep in that scene. Totally. All right. Fair. Literally, <laughs> when I were watching, I don't. I mean, I didn't fall asleep because I, I I can't fall asleep during the movie. But I was I was like constantly nodding off. Well, I and I don't. Yeah. I, that's one. Yeah. I mean, that to me is the one of the less memorable ones. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I don't think it's bad necessarily i just it didn't stand out to me um i think the reason i kind of enjoy it is that it stands up for me for a couple of reasons one it's seeing indy in a not traditional scenario yeah. which is he's he's actually having an action scene at this college he's a teacher at yeah um two i actually kind of like the some of the stunt work in it even though you can it's clearly body doubles etc but i like it i think it's kind of fun some fun stuff some fun motorcycle stuff um i actually like the scene before it with with mud and, and indy um it was I don't really follow them anymore, but I remember when Red Letter Media did a video on Kingdom of Crystal Skulls, and I really liked what Plinkett brought up about that scene, is that it actually kind of shows some really good father-son dynamic before they even realize they're father and son. Yeah. So I even like the little details of Indy instinctively already treating him like his son, even though he doesn't know. Mm-hmm. So I like the little bits where, like, whenever, like, you know what, like when Mutt steals a beer, Yeah. and then Indy... Right. Very, like, yeah, slickly puts the beer right back. I actually do like that scene, yeah. I will say. Uh, I like the cleverness of of the Greasy King and the Preppies bit. Yeah, I like that, too. I, I think that scene works fine. Um, yeah. So, I, that, that, that chunk I enjoy. The, it's, it's a weird thing where, like, I, I... I don't... I feel like I don't buy Indy as a professor in this one. Sure. Um, yeah. In a way that I definitely did in the other movies. Yeah. Especially since this one is for... Like, all the other movies, he was... An archaeologist, that's what he did. Yeah. This one, he is, like, canonically a spy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, all that stuff with Mac establishes, like, no, he worked for, uh, was it OSS he worked yeah. for? He, like, worked for the OSS as a, as a secret agent. Yeah. Um, which just, um, I don't know, it, it, it feels like they just kind of abandoned all, like, eh, fuck it, who cares? Yeah. Um, and then the stuff at the school, it just, I don't know, I don't like seeing those worlds mix for Indy. Um... 
I was fine with it. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't like, oh man, that's something I've been, I'm excited to see. Yeah. But part of me's like, well, that's kind of different. I'm into that. And the that. joke when he rolls up on the student and the student just isn't surprised at all and asks him a question about yeah. the, the homework. It, I don't, it's just, it strains credulity for me. I don't, it, 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 it takes me out of the reality because I'm like, what? that's not, that's not how no. it, it's fine for me. Um, yeah. I'm not here to, listen, I'm not here to tell you you're effing wrong. I'm like, well, yeah, I can see that. I can see your point. Yeah. Um, I, here's the thing. I realize what's my problem with this mm-hmm. as a whole. Like, yeah, I can say like, I'm overall cool with most of the action scenes. I feel like they're, they're, they're executed decently enough and they're entertaining enough for me. Even if nothing is as good as the other movies. But I realized the problem watching this as a whole is that like indie stories, Indiana Jones stories, mm-hmm. especially now that it's 19 years after the last one, a lot of movies just kept trying to rip him off. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like a weird way, almost like a John Carter scenario. Yeah. Where, you know, and what I mean by that is, like, when the John Carter movie finally came out, finally was made, the one of the issues, besides many other issues that movie has, yeah. and uh, is that the movie, the story that John Carter was based on has inspired so many other movies that we've already seen. Yeah. So it doesn't actually make John Carter's movie unique anymore. It It's almost like a weird reflection of the pastiches he helped create. Yeah. So I'm watching a new Indiana Jones movies, and but I'm like, I've seen Indiana Jones stuff done as a parody or as a legit ripoff or just as a nice homage or just as other movies from from like the Mummy movies with Brendan Fraser down to like the Tomb Raider video games. Mm-hmm. And here I am watching it, and it's supposed to be legit, and I feel like I've been here already. Yeah. Not just with history movies, but with everyone else that did that. Yeah. Down to Uncharted. Yeah. Now. So I'm like, kind of bored with this. Yeah. I'm sort of bored with seeing the plane and then the line. Now, it's weird. Like, yeah. I watched the original Raiders and I'm like, yeah! yeah! But here I'm like, yeah, I get it. That's what in, that's what you do in an Indiana Jones movie. That's how it felt like. Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, it's because that's what you do. I get it. You have to have a scene at the college. You have to see him and you have to uh, see a travel. You have to see him put his fedora on when he's sleeping. You have to see him use the whip. You have to... Yeah. Why am I... Why is this not interesting to me anymore? Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about the opening of this movie? Yes. Yeah, okay. Let's. Yeah. So, the the let's get this out of the way. The end, the, the end of the opening with mm-hmm. the fridge. Yeah, let's get the fridge out. <laughs> Famously hated. Yes. I don't think it's that bad. Right? I hate the opening overall, but I don't think I don't think the fridge is at all the reason for that. When I'm watching the movie at work, I had a coworker there with and she was kind of seeing that I was watching it. Yeah. And I told her it was for the show. Um and it's like she's 21, I think. Mm-hmm. So already I already knew the checklist that she was going to complain about. Yeah. It's like 3 2 1. That's stupid for Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Everyone's bitched about the fridge yeah. for 9 years all right with it as well i will go even so far as to say i think that is that is an appropriate and fun indiana jones joke Ooh, that's a baller saying it's a baller <laughs> thing to say you've shit so much on this movie but you're admitting to that well, i'm which gonna is show this opening still i'm sure you you do yeah. but i want to clarify this yeah. you are shit you are semi-okaying one of the most fought against moments in that, the movie that's correct <laughs> yes that's why I like doing the show with you. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I think I think it's a fun play. I'm like, you know, oh, 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 you know, hiding something light is like yeah. what was said back then to, to to save yourself. And I really I don't see how it's any more ridiculous than the raft moment in um in Thank Temple you. of Doom. I said that in 2008. <laughs> There's another moment in the movie that I do think is more ridiculous than okay. the raft moment, though, and we will get to that. But I said the same thing. Yeah, it's it's, it's like, fine. It's fine. I, again, you know what's funny? Again, knowing Spielberg to a certain degree, I, I can see him giggling at the idea of Indy, Indy dressed as Indiana Jones, running around mm-hmm. a nuclear, literal nuclear, but also like a suburban household. Yeah, and that's also, I think that's also, <laughs> I, I, I'm going to get to the part where I hate this opening. Sure, sure. But I really like that stuff too. Like it's, it's so, Thank you, right? It's, so, <laughs> it's got like a real good creepy vibe to it with mm-hmm. the mannequins. Yep. And it's it's fun to see Indy in that environment. Like mm-hmm. I 
I really like that. To me, the other very indie bit is when the commies realize it's a nuclear. He drives away. They drive away, and, and he tries to. He yeah. tries to say, "Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he'd do that." Yeah, that's a very. It's that's very Indiana Jones. It's, yeah, very, that, it's like I mean, that I'd read, works. That's a guaranteed living scenario <laughs> yeah. for me to get with you guys. Yeah, more than staying in and up. <laughs> yeah. Freaking nuclear test site. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I like that. Yeah. Um, so what didn't work for you about the opening? <laughs> okay, well let's go back to the. So that was the end of the opening. Yes, let's yes. go back to the beginning of the opening. Um, so previous openings of Indiana Jones movies, right? Yeah. Um, uh, Raiders is he's walking through the jungle and to go steal the idol. Yeah. Um, Temple of Doom is the big um, uh, anything goes. Yes. Number, which is really cool. Um, and then uh, Last Crusade is the River Phoenix one, right? Yes. Um, so I think all those are is indie kind of going into these scenarios like indie going on an adventure mm-hmm. whereas this one starts with like this you know people roll up to a military base and you think they're there for official business and then they take out their machine guns and they kill the people right and it's like this elite team of badasses and then you find out they have Indiana Jones that doesn't feel like an indie movie I, at all and I in ways mm-hmm. that I can't quite put my thumb on it's it feels more like a diehard movie like, Which is the, fair, sure. Because they're setting up the gang of bad guys instead of setting up the instead of setting up Indy, which right. is is not traditional. And I guess like, I mean, there's all the movies do a thing where you don't see Indy for a while. He always yeah. has his dramatic turn into into scene, which here doesn't really work. Because like he in Raiders, he's doing all the cool stuff in the car. In Temple, we get that really cool dance number. Yeah. Um, well, he's the only good part in the movie. Right. Um, I, I'm sure Last Crusade has something cool, but this well, one. Last Crusade, it's 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 you think it's the the the. Oh yeah, you uh, think it's you, the, you yeah. think it's the smuggler. You think it's like the other treasure hunter until you head to point up and he's like, well, "That's not Indiana Jones." And yeah. then you hear the kid call River Phoenix yeah. Jones, Indiana, and you're like, "Oh, oh, neat." Yeah. You this know when he steps out of a car. Can I tell you part of my theory on that? Okay. Um, okay, so so we do the the, the classic Paramount shot, mm-hmm. then we dissolve into a Gopher Hill. It's FYI, God. I heard some guy. I remember some guy in my theater literally went, "Oh, fucking the CGI over again!" Like, Dude, chill. It's literally the first few seconds of the movie. It is. It's a bad CGI. Gopher, I, hey, though. I'm not saying that's <laughs> not the case. I'm just saying, could you want before you start bitching that they ruined your childhood again? Just yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. 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 But okay, so I thought okay, got that, and then I sort of dig. At first, I digged mm-hmm. the the you know, American graffiti ish car coming in, yeah. Elvis playing. I went, oh, cool! That's a nice way of getting me into the headspace of where we're at. Problem is, this scene lasts too long. It lasts so long, and that's part of the problem for me. Why it doesn't feel Indiana? It's it feels like twenty minutes and the, of a drag like race that, that I'm not interested in. Exactly. Who are these kids? But it also feels like it's setting up like so. It feels like a twist when they do the thing, which again feels super diehardy to me. It yeah. <laughs> Gets it doesn't meld yeah. into something that feels a, appropriately Indiana Jones because you're right, it doesn't. It just, he shows up a little too late. Yeah, just gets out of a car, mm-hmm. and it's not particularly exciting. And I can see what you're saying. It's like it's 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 an iconicy thing thinking that, but it doesn't feel Indiana Jones. Not at all. And part of the deal of Indiana Jones mm-hmm. is it's, it's supposed to feel kind of like it, it's supposed to jump into it's like a Bond movie. It's always in media as action, yeah. but it feels like we're in the middle of the dialogue scene of a Bond movie. Mm-hmm. As opposed to an action sequence, or the beginnings of an hour, or the near the end of another action sequence, yeah. kind of like with Temple. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a great thing about Temple, right? It's like that's clearly a whole other movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like he had a he had a friendship with some other dude that yeah. got killed, etc. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Um, can we talk about the arc in the room? <laughs> I know it's not a big part of it. But I don't like it. I don't like it either. Yeah. Um, Nudge, wudge, wink, wink. I get it. They're in the same room. I get it. You know how you found out they're in the same room ten minutes ago? <laughs> now you know they're in the same room. <laughs> is what we learned by, with that arc shot. I almost feel like that's a case of them going, that's for the fans. Yeah. And it's one of those cases where, like, listen, I know so many fans have probably pitched that they should do a movie where they go there. Yeah. But then the other part of me is like, going, hey, sometimes we're wrong. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's actually that's funny. That's something I was I was talking to Sadie, my girlfriend, and mm-hmm. and she said almost exactly that. She said this whole movie feels like fan service that the fans don't actually want. Well, it's yeah, it's like you think this is what fans want. Fans thought this is what they want. The reality is we don't know We're fans, what we want. And we don't want this. Yeah, it's like you think we want this, and then we realize like, well, maybe not this way. Yeah, you know. <laughs> 
I think there's that weird case. So fan service is a weird thing for me where it's like, I sometimes I'm fine with it. Sometimes I, I, I'll get caught up with it. But it's like, I almost feel like at the end of the day, it's like, you just got to give us something as good as what yeah. we liked and not assume that we're easy yeah. by throwing a thing that we know. And it's also like, so the they're building to this big thing that's in, that's in this room. And yeah. we know how big a deal the room is because we know the arc is there. Yeah. Um, so we know the kind of stuff that goes in this room. But then it's like not the thing. Yeah. It's like not the thing. It's like the thing that leads to the thing that leads to the thing. <laughs> it's like, uh, all right. Like, it's just, it's the MacGuffin is so complicated and weird to follow in this movie. Right, right. In a way that, again, you, like, just, you, it, it's simple. There's, yeah. a, there's a movie called Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. He chases a skull. It's fine. Get, yeah, get, get to the kingdom. You get this weird sarcophagus that yeah. leads to the... It's, uh, it's very exhausting. It is. It is. And you know, did you by the way? Did you ever know why they didn't go straight up extraterrestrial and said interdimensional? Why? Um, okay, so I was reading up on the making of the movie and the idea that like what it, at one point in 1995 there was a script called Indiana Jones versus the Saucerman. Yes, I'm, I'm familiar with the story. Right. So the idea is that like uh, basically Harrison was not into the idea of fighting aliens. Yeah. Um, and they kind of you know like head and hawed about him and hawed about what did they want to do and then. Apparently, Spielberg saw, uh, you know, Independence Day came out in 96, and Spielberg went, I'm not doing another alien invasion movie for a while. I'm not going to touch that. You know Which, what, Spielberg? <laughs> go screw, because you made War of the Worlds. Well, I mean, get, and you keep, wouldn't can play. we keep that mind? That's literally 10 years after that movie. <laughs> I know. What I'm saying is that when he did make an actual alien invasion well, no, movie. Oh, no, but I get, like, after... fucking it, War of the Worlds. I get that in life. you know what? Yeah. Indiana Jones versus the Saucer Man sounds rad as hell. <laughs> I'm not saying that's not true. I'm not saying I disagree with that. Yeah. But definitely, I can see, like, after Independence Day, it's like, fuck, look, we can't. Listen, we're going to repeat ourselves with those guys. We're yeah. fine. So, um, I guess part of... It sounds so weird, but it's so... It sounds like basically part of the year when George finally convinced Steven to do the movie with the aliens, he went, what if we call them interdimensional? Why do I call them interdimensional? Yeah. Might not call them extraterrestrial. I say they're interdimensional. And Steven was like, oh, I guess I can go with that. Yeah. I guess I can go with that? Maybe just don't do it. <laughs> I almost feel like it's it's the, George really wanted that so bad, and they knew that the only way they can get another indie movie finally off the ground is they agreed with George. So Harrison and, and Spielberg, were like, sure, yeah. fine, interdimensional, and they're in a UFO, UFO too, mm-hmm. and they, and it's like a gray alien, like, gray aliens. Yeah, seriously, it's a bad movie. Um. I mean, swinging monkey trees, etc. Um, yeah, I mean, can we talk about my least favorite moment? Please. Um, this is in the in the jungle chase with mm-hmm. the swinging monkeys and the fire ants and all that, mm-hmm. and they're in this sort of boat car hybrid. Mm-hmm. And Marion says, "Trust me," and drives off a cliff. Sure. Which I don't know how she knew there was a tree there. Oh, she drove by it and looked. Oh, at it's it. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Then she lands on the tree. And then she goes off the tree, and then the tree does like a, a, it twangs back. Yeah. At the at the thing. Yeah. And that that is the moment that does seem <laughs> dumber than the raft in Temple of Doom to me. Because yeah. trees just don't fucking act like that. Well, it's at all, all. it doesn't help that that Kate Blanchett's character does a literal cartoon boing with her yeah. eyes. Yeah, there's that, and there's <laughs> also like, so the raft from, the you know the raft falling in Temple of Doom is like. Okay, the raft could act as a parachute there. It's just stretching how far you could fall and be okay. Yeah. Uh, the fridge in this movie, which I don't have a problem with, is like, lead does protect against radiation. It's just a stretch of how effective that is. Right. And that's around. <laughs> right. Trees don't fucking act like that, Justin. <laughs> they it's, don't. It's weird. Is I remember having talks about the movie uh, with one of my other friends after it came out. And he, we actually talked about, when's the movie that, what's the moment for the movie that lost you? Mm-hmm. Because we admitted that there's a moment that movie that lost us. And... He went up to the ants. The ants are very bad, too. And I kind of said, I'm oh, sorry, I was changing around with the ants. I, I actually went, I lo- the movie lost me at the Crystal Skulls, and, at the kingdom. And he's like, wow, up to the kingdom. You made it that yes. far. Yes. And my brain's like, I still maintain that. I'm okay with the ants. Yeah. I hated the last 30 minutes. Yeah. I still Trash. hate the th- No, it's... Also, it's, uh, yeah. can I also point out about the tree twang? Oh, okay, sure. Wants to Afterwards, they mm-hmm. do they do a fucking another long waterfall drop like they already did in Temple too. Yeah, but like three times because it's funnier, I guess. Yeah. I don't. Uh... No, I kind of hate it 
I have everything in the camp in the in the kingdom of, of the crystal skulls. <laughs> yeah. And that last turn, I'm like, I kind of hate all this. I, everything about this, I don't like. I, I think my problem too with the ants is they. I I, I hate to be this girl, but like, mm-hmm. the, it's bad. It's the it's bad CGI in the ants. Like, <laughs> and I listen. I know CGI is a part of movies, and I I don't have a problem with that for the most part. Mm-hmm. I I think it can be quite effective. The ants just look stupid and crappy in a way that things didn't in the previous three movies. Um, uh, not fighting you on that. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's where, you know, it's like, things I'll fight and defend, I, you know, I'll fight and defend it, but it's one of the cases where, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm with you. I, I can agree with that. Um, okay, so I want to talk about Yanish again. I would also very much like to talk about Yanish <laughs> in this movie. Um, I'm curious as to what you're going to say about him. I, I, I've seen... To be a Janusz Kaminski basher on this show. Because yeah. <laughs> I feel like we yeah, always get talk... Get him, Justin. <sighs> okay. Get him! Douglas Slocum, who was the DP of the original films. Yeah. Um, you know, this film was shot on film. Mm-hmm. As much like everything else. Yeah. Uh, and Douglas Slocum's work on the original indie movies are, are, are really great. Because mm-hmm. they do feel... Uh, Gritted, gritty and, and, and intricate, but also still stylized. Yes. Um, they have the element... They don't feel like an 80s movie. Yeah. Which is impressive. Yes. Um, but they feel of timely and and kind of just feel lit. Yes. You know, much like Star Wars, even though Douglas didn't do that. Yes. Um, and this was actually something that I agreed with ten year, nine years ago with my film school friend. Mm-hmm. Douglas Slocum... You know, I knew at this point so he couldn't be the DP anymore. He's just too old. Yeah. And Spielberg has his love relationship with, with Janusz Kaminski. So I I will definitely admit my problem with Janusz, and I seem to keep having this issue with Janusz. Yeah. Janusz goes for pretty. Yeah. Yes. This yes. movie is too clean. Yes. I'm I'm with you 1,000%. The entire Area 51 sequence drives me buggy. Yes. It just looks too clean. It's so <laughs> fucking clean. I would go so far as to argue that the person the person who did their job the worst on this movie was Janusz. And yeah, no, I, I will agree to that. It looks unrecognizable as an Indiana Jones It movie. does not look. I remember I was reading a thing where it's like Spielberg said that he and Janusz were trying to look at Douglas's movies a lot. And I'm like... They weren't. Well, here's the thing. Is that no matter how many... You try to... Do, at the end of the day, Janusz is not Douglas Slocum. Yeah. And Janusz is going to do what Janusz does. And the only time I ever felt like it was it looked like Indy mm-hmm. was in the, the Aztec temple. Mm-hmm. Where they're wandering around there and they fight the, the ninja. <laughs> the Aztec ninja guy played by Ernie Reyes Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only time I ever felt like that kind of looking like an Indian movie. Yeah. Mostly because it was mostly in shadow, etc. Yeah. The rest of the time, no. Nothing like an Indian movie. Does not feel like an Indian movie. Nothing it, at all. Yo, you're right. I'm, I'll 100% agree with you there. Janusz Kaminski, Spielberg does his best. He's about like 60% back to how he was there. Yeah. John does fine. He does an Indiana Jones score. He's, yeah. The, you know what I mean by that? Yeah. It's like, not all, like, it's, this is, I'll get to John in a minute. But I will say, absolutely, Douglas Slocum, he, Janusz Kaminski is not in this thing. He was a real LVP on this one. Ooh. <laughs> Least valuable photographer. Least valuable, yeah, that's it. That's good, that's good. Um, now, let me get to John. Okay. John does music that definitely sounds like Indiana Jones music. Uh, but it's sort of, uh, it's, um... Do you remember that bit on? Do it, do it. Do you remember that bit on a Kimmy Schmidt season two? Now, mm. now, now that sounds like music. Yeah, it's it's sort of like the now that's what sounds like music version of Indiana Jones music. <laughs> Here's the thing: um, he's not doing Star Wars anymore. There's no Star Wars now for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, by by the time he did Crystal Skulls, mm-hmm. um, so it's this weird case where like even in Star Wars, like he, um, outside of Duel of the Fates, the rest of Star Wars music is fine. Yeah. You know, I don't hate it in the prequel music, but uh, it doesn't get as I, good. I, I don't know if I'll necessarily agree with that. I, I, I really like his work in the prequels, and mm-hmm. I really like his work on Force Awakens, I think. Well, I was going to get to Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, I know you're becoming a bit more of a prequel defender recently. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I've always defended the scores of the prequels, though, even if I, I 
fervent hatred of those movies. I I've always liked them the scores. I've liked them enough, but I never felt like anything. I mean, Duel of Fates is definitely, definitely the standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think nothing ever gets as good as Duel of Fates to me. But um, I mean, to that, I mean, you could. I feel like you could make the star- same argument against the music in Return of the Jedi. Fair. Like the no. first one has the obviously iconic Star Wars score, and then yeah. you've got uh, Imperial March and in, in, um, Empire. Yeah. But like, I don't think anything in Jedi stands out as as iconic. That's a good point. That's and good I, point. I, I think I think the other prequels are kind of on that same level. Okay, I'll go with you on that. Yeah. Um, but whereas, like, you're right, in Force Awakens, mm-hmm. John's music is great. John's back. John's back. And it's like, it's this case of, like, those are, it's a case of, like, I look, I listen to the music of, of, of Crystal Skulls, and I'm like, that's fine, I guess it sounds like what you would think an Indiana Jones yeah. movie sounds like. But I'm hearing Force Awakens, I'm like, oh, John's got some great stuff that's new, and it's exciting, like, I love oh, Ray's yeah. theme, you know? Oh, you're talking about now. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah, talking yeah, about, yeah. yeah, Force Awakens. Yes, yes. I love Ray's theme, I love that the, in the new trailer... Mm-hmm. Uh, for Last Jedi, um, I like that. Yeah, we're doing the Star Wars theme, but it leads into that new theme. Yeah, and like, ooh, acknowledging that, no, 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 but this is the new Star Wars, yeah. and and it's sweet. So, yeah. so no, yeah, John does all right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I mean, do you, say, do you pretend that there's no this movie doesn't exist? No. Okay. Why? Um, I, I I mean I guess I mean I, it's. Some people love doing that. It's like, no, they only made three Indiana Jones movies. There's no fourth one. I guess I just don't see the point. Like, I mean, this was kind of to, to bring it back to Star Wars again. This was kind of an argument that came up there. Like, a lot of people were upset when Disney said that the um, extended universe was in canon. They they wiped all the EU, and to me, it's like, so what? What does that mean? The stories didn't really happen. Right? <laughs> yeah, they're fiction. Like. Yeah, no. um, so I guess I just don't really see the point in distinguishing. Um, right. Um, between which ones I consider real or not. Uh, I mean, I guess everyone has their headcanon, whether or not they like, but for me, headcanon is more like, my headcanon is that Finn and Poe want to kiss. Not, it, doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't have anything to do with like, the, whether or not the EU exists. Right. Or or you want to acknowledge that Kingdom of Crystal Skulls is an Indiana Jones movie or not. Yeah. And for me, it's a case of like, listen, it is. It's just not a very good one. Yeah, it's just, it's not what I've, it's, I guess it exists as a movie, but it's just, it's not what I'd like to think about when I think about Indiana Jones. Yeah, like, I'll acknowledge that it's there and it's part of the series. I'll also have to say, but I'll have to say, yeah, but it, its existence doesn't mean that it ruins the other ones. No. Which is, I think, a kind of a sign of me growing up as a fan. It's like, yeah. like, guys, in the end of the day, it's all fake. Yeah. It's all fake. Mm-hmm. So let just let it be what it is. Oh wait, can I shit on J- uh, <laughs> shit on this a little more? What do you want to do? Um, something that I kind of liked, but I feel like the the look of the actual photography kind of ruins it. Is mm-hmm. there were a few moments, and again to go back to that, I think this also helped in the um, the Aztec uh, ruins. Oh sure. Is they were on actual like old school sets, like yeah, they yeah, were in the old movies, mm-hmm. which you don't. I don't think you see as much anymore, and I really like that. Except. That because of the way it was shot, it, didn't, it just didn't look right. Yeah. So it was again, the thing was like, ah, uh, 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 yeah. Now I will shit on the CGI in one definite sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, when you think of deaths in Indiana Jones finales, mm-hmm. um, you of course think of the epic. Everyone's fucking melting mm-hmm. in Raiders. Yes. Uh, you uh, yeah. Well, I mean, the death in, in Temple's all right. I mean, I think it's not a death without... I mean, again, no, I guess that guy does die. The heart yeah. ripping out is what you yeah. really think. But the heart, yeah, it's yeah, good. That's a good gore yeah. bit. Um, a good practical bit. Yeah. Uh, Last Crusade may have a couple problems. You know what's pretty cool? The rapid aging. Yeah. yeah. Sick. Yeah. You know what's not cool? Seeing Kate Blanchett in a green screen room being spun around and a lot of CGI stuff and she kind of just dissipates into more CGI. I can perfectly picture the face melting and the heart mm-hmm. ripping and the rapid aging. I watched Crystal Skull yesterday, yeah. and I can't remember what that looked like when Kate Blanchett died. I watched the last scene an hour ago. <laughs> I'm still kind of trying to remember what she what that happened. Yeah, Emily, an hour ago. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a memorable death, is what we're saying. <laughs> um. Yeah, that CGI was shit. It was yeah. very bad. Yeah. Uh, well, that was it. No, so Crystal Skulls. One thing that they did preserve mm-hmm. uh, from the original movies is the racism. Ooh. Because this is, again, another movie where it's a bunch of white people versus some natives. Yeah. Some nameless natives. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what else there is to say about that. Just like, hey. Hey. 
there are some things you should have updated. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is okay. Here's the, they've been threatening to make another one. Yeah. <laughs> and I, when they made that announcement, uh, my brain's sitting there going like, "What the hell are you gonna do?" Yeah. Um, Harrison will be what? Like in his mid seventies? Yeah. Well, um, someone pointed out if, if if they keep Indiana Jones appropriate with Harrison Ford's age, he could Indiana Jones could conceivably walk into a movie theater and watch Star Wars. Yes, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, because yeah, I don't. They made that. And that's why I literally don't know what that movie's gonna be. Yeah. Harrison will be really old by then. Yeah. Um, you've already Shia LaBeouf has burned more than enough bridges, sure. so that he that he will especially Spielberg's bridge. Yeah. That he will absolutely not be asked to come back to play Mutt. Yeah. Um, well, what if they do a Creed, and, and it's about a, a young new adventurer, uh-huh. and Indiana Jones is his mentor? Um, what if? Because they also got rid of Rocky's son in Creed. That's true. Plus, he, lest we forget, he, he left. Yeah. Air quotes. Because um, that's true. That he's not dead. Yeah. He's just not around, is he? Yeah. Um, uh, you know what would make me quite happy? What's obviously, that? is a return of Short Round. Yeah, that would be great. So the movie, it's a, making a movie starring Short Round. There we go. And Indy just shows up as a kind of mentor figure. So listen, okay, that's my ticket. So. Or as a, as as like a, if, you know, we we know that if Short Round's a little too old. Uh, short, even Short Round's a little old. Yeah, point. that's but true. But Short Round's the lead, and then uh, Indy is taking on the sort of Sean Connery in Last Crusade role. I'm more than cool with that. Yeah, I'll be more than cool with that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm down with that. I'll be down with. Um, they're not gonna do that. They're though. not gonna do that. Um, the one thing I'm trying to figure out what would like. I actually asked a friend of mine like, "Well, be I don't know what to do with this movie. Like, I don't even know who who should write it." I asked a friend. She's a big uh, Raiders fan, and I'm like, "Well, who should write this thing? I don't even know who should write this." And she said, literally the most obvious answer was like, "Well, the cast it." Yeah. Oh, duh. Yeah. Uh, I now I heard that John. The Kazan did do some of the Marion and, and indie scenes. Well, and I kind of feel like he wasn't really into it. Yeah. <laughs> because I've seen his stuff in Force Awakens. Yeah. Clearly he gave a shit there. Yes. Um, I'm, which makes me hopeful for the Han Solo movie. Because I know he, he wrote the script for the Han Solo film. With his, with his son. With his son. Aww. Yeah. So, <laughs> um... I mean, Lawrence. Lawrence Kazan, my bad. So I feel if Lawrence Kazan comes back... To script this with 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 Stephen, you got my mild attention. Yeah, I just don't know what the fucking story is gonna be. Because you're right, he could watch Star Wars. Yeah, that's how old Harrison will be by the time you film. Okay, this. what if what if is this? Okay, the movie starts. Mm-hmm. You see Indiana Jones. He's getting out of a car again. They're repeating that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He walks up to a box office. Yeah. He says, "One ticket for Star Wars, please." Right. And then he goes and sits in the theater. Mm-hmm. And then the whole movie. The whole movie is just Star Wars, <laughs> but with like an MST3K style silhouette. You see his hat. With the hat. Yeah. With the hat at the bottom of the screen. But other than that, it's just Star Wars. And then after that, he, and Marion's with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, they, oh, that makes me feel good. Yeah. They, they, they walk out, and, and, and she says, What do you think of the movie? And he says, Eh, Kid who played Han Solo kind of sucked. And, then, <laughs> and that's the movie. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Ba, 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 ba. And that's the whole movie. Emily, that's my ticket sold. <laughs> I would watch that. I would watch the fuck out of that. <laughs> yeah. Occasionally, occasionally, Mary would be like, "It's kind of cute." Nah, he's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Yeah, okay, yeah. so there's there's commentary from them, but only like literally no more than once every twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is something. This is not Mr. Science Theater through that. No, no, no. It's no. mostly just them watching the movie. No, no, like a, no. He's an old. They're an old couple watching a movie. Yeah. No, who's, I mean, who's that again? I think it, it's Leah Hunt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, sorry. Let me ask you this. Yeah, yeah, In, you know, many worlds theory, every <laughs> every, every universe that is possible happens. Mm. In the universe where this movie does get made, <laughs> that we're describing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think, do you think audiences are mad? Yes. Okay. <laughs> of course they will be. Why can't they just fucking be cool <laughs> and recognize that they just saw one of the most insane movies ever made? <laughs> what are be cool and think and just like yeah except like this is the g- most genius franchise film I've ever seen in my yeah. life. Yeah. And also like Star Wars is good. I'd pay twelve dollars <laughs> to watch that in a theater again. Here's the thing, right? This is a way to trick them to release the original <laughs> the only way we're gonna get the original Star Wars cut. 
Because <laughs> they'll release that on Blu-ray. Right. Yeah. This, this version is a little tiny. For historical accuracy, it has to be the original cut of Star Wars. No, it, can't, it, can't it cannot be, even say A New Hope on it. No, no. It has to be yeah. the original cut of Star Wars, but this is an HD Blu-ray quality by the time the movie comes out. Yeah. And again, the only thing you have to worry about is a little... Little, little silhouette, silhouette of, of and Marion, and then carry out. And carry out. Maybe a little in a couple times. You can uh, in a couple times a little dialogue will come out, but it's not going to disrupt because yeah. they're watching the movie too. Yeah, I will. I want this so bad. <laughs> How can we make this movie? Should we write a letter to Steven Spielberg? Can we? We should probably write a letter to Spielberg and Kathleen Kennedy. It's like, listen, I know what you want to do. Yeah. Hear us out. Hear us out. We got a wild idea. Listen, I'll guarantee you this. Harrison's going to fucking love it. He's just going to sit in a chair. I mean, honestly, he doesn't even... He just has to film the the intro at the box office and then do some some ADR. Some ADR. That's true. That's true. That's true. He doesn't even have to film the the shadow box stuff. That's fine. Yeah. Listen. Easy money. Do you for think Crow T Robot is really in that seat? <laughs> That's the end of my MST three K reference knowledge. By the way, I've hit my limit because I don't. I don't care for that show. Um, um, yeah, yeah. Are we done? I think we're done. Okay. Uh, well, hey, what what new movie did you see? Um, I've been. Can I say it? It's embarrassing because I feel like it's been three episodes now that I've it, said this. Mm-hmm. I'm still just logged into. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> um, it's such a big game, and it's just I, I don't have a ton of free time, so all the free time I have is just kind of locked into that. All right. Um, I will tell you the last the last movie I saw in theaters was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, mm-hmm. um, which I liked. Okay. I didn't think it was as good as the first one. Okay. I don't really give a shit about Peter Quill anymore. Is what I realized watching that movie. Okay. He's fine. I really like the stuff with Gamora and Nebula, though. That's yeah, really that sounds great. Yeah. Um, yeah. You sign it? Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I liked it a lot. I liked. I I would admit. I think I even loved it as much as the first one, personally. Yeah. Um, um, I will say because it I, it came out the fourteenth, so I don't think we could have talked about it our last episode. The last mm-hmm. movie I saw in theaters that I would fully recommend is The Fate of the Furious, which yeah. fucking rules. <laughs> that movie's very good. I ha- I love that movie. Mm-hmm. I have one quibble. I have two quibbles. Okay, maybe one of my quibble. Maybe my one quibble is one of your quibbles. Is it a spoiler? Kind of. It's a spoiler. Spoilers for Fate of the Furious if you haven't seen it. And you really should because it's it's overall very, very good. Um, should we count down from three and say our yeah. goals at the same time? Okay. Three, three two, two, one. one. Jason Satan killed Han. Why one. is he allowed to That's be back the in the family? That's the one. That's the one. Yeah. That's literally the one. Yeah. He's at the fucking barbecue table. He killed, killed Han. Even, even if you figure out a way and to... You know what, Here's I will say this. Yeah. I love Jason Statham in this movie. That's what made it so conflicted for me. Yeah. Because the, the, the sequence in the airplane where he saved the kid, like, that's the best use of Jason Statham in the last ten years. I literally said that's the that's the most I've enjoyed Jason Statham in a movie since Crank 2. Sure. Oh, uh, well, I hate Crank 2. So I, love, I love Crank 2. <laughs> <laughs> Do you but like Crank 1? I'm fine with Crank 1. Okay. I kind of hate those directors. Uh, Sure. Anyway. Um, gamer, which is a, gamer, I couldn't even finish. It's, it's not a, a very good. It's movie. a gross movie. It's a gross. It's not good. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. Uh. Yeah. That's my one quibble. You. Yeah. What's the other one? Um. I don't think they. Another spoiler. Um. But yeah. I don't think they should have killed Elena. I think that was too. Yeah. Too dark. Yeah. Uh. And also kind of a woman in the fridge moment. Yeah. Um, it was. Uh, it I was. wish they hadn't done that. Agreed. Um. That. That being said, movie fucking rules. Yeah. Movie's fun. Tons. It's it's a it's it's what I ask for when I buy when I go buy these tickets. Yeah, it's fun. Charlize Theron is just hamming it the hell up. She in the probably is the best, best villain possible way. She's the best villain in the series. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. This, best, villain, best villain series until they decide to make her a good guy in the next movie. Because that's how these movies operate. Yeah. <laughs> There's no such thing as a as a long term villain. And I wouldn't mind that if he hadn't killed Han. Yeah, again, I could forgive I, him if he hadn't killed Han. It's, it's so my hard. favorite member of the family. It's. I, it's like every time I think, oh, hey, Steve, is no, you killed Han. Yeah. How um, do you write your ass? How do you write out of that? You killed Han. And also, it was a thing that really broke my heart, like the idea of Han in the afterlife. Yeah. Somehow seeing that, seeing yeah. that Jason Statham is at the dinner table, it breaks my heart, like I, legitimately, like poor Han. Hashtag just for Han. That's yeah. the thing that's been going on on Twitter. Um, what if Furious 9 starts? Mm-hmm. And just the first scene is like, Dom's like, <laughs> Wait a minute, you killed Han! And he just takes out a wrench and beats Jason Statham. That works. Yeah. Um, like, picks up at that... Okay, here's what it is. Here's yeah. what it is. He picks up the... the 
picks so Fearsign picks up right where Fate <laughs> left off. Yeah, yeah. They're at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's not just Dom. It's all of them. Like, yeah. Hey, wait! You killed Han, <laughs> and then they kill. They kill. Uh, I can't remember if he's Owen or Deckard. Deckard. They kill Deckard, and then so he's dead. <laughs> and then who walks through the door? But Jason Statham, <laughs> and he says, "Oi, I'm the third Shaw brother. I'm his twin." But I, and then there's a flashback of him trying to save Han, so that we know, <laughs> and in fact, successfully saving Han, because he, he, and we just thought he was dead, because who follows right behind? Oi, Charlie Sean. Yeah, and who, and, who, and who follows right behind Charlie Shaw? It's, it's Han. <laughs> um, and, then you, he, and then he kicks, he kicks the dead Jason, and he says, I never liked him either. Um, there you go. Yeah. Um, a new movie I saw, not in theaters, but on Netflix, mm-hmm. was uh, Don't Think Twice. Oh, nice. Um, how was that? It's really good. Um, yeah. if, if you don't know that film, it's, uh, the, uh, the movie about, uh, Improvers, mm-hmm. uh, directed by Mike Birbiglia, and he's yeah. in it. Um, it's great. I'm worried that movie would make me too sad. It will. Yeah. <laughs> it will. Um, it's really great. Keegan-Michael Peel is, Keegan-Michael Peel is... Keegan-Michael Peel? Sorry, sorry. Keegan, oh my god. He's key. Thank you. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting really tired right now. <laughs> I understand. Keegan's great. Yeah. He's amazing in the film. The whole cast, like, if you're a Gillian Jacobs at all fan, yeah. this is kind of required. Yeah. She's amazing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Kate McCucci, he's got a good part in it. Um, just a, It's a bummer movie as well. I, what, what did I see Kate McCucci in recently? Um, Playing a nurse? I don't know. Okay. Well, <laughs> side note. Before you, yeah, before you do that, I always say, I have friends who, good close friends who are improver, improvers, mm-hmm. and I ask them, hey, did you guys watch this movie? And they're like, yeah. Oh, did you not like it? No, 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 we thought it's great. It's just, it, it hit, um, hit way too close to home. Yeah. Like, they're all like, this is, sometimes you hear, a, like, let's say, like, a person who's a nurse, and they watch an ER or something, they're like, oh, yeah. incorrect, doesn't feel right. This one's the case of, like, no, no, the problem is they nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The problem is they're they're hundred percent correct. This is how it is for us. I'm like, yeah. ooh, 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 okay, fair. Uh, I won't talk about oh, it. Oh, I know what I saw her at as a nurse recently. Mm-hmm. Sandy Wexler. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> Sandy also Wexler. a Netflix also on Netflix. Yeah, it's a bad movie though. <laughs> Has he made a good one on Netflix? Um I will say this. I Sandy Wexler is Awful! It's dog shit. I think it's the best of his Netflix ones, for whatever that's worth. Jesus Christ! Yeah, for whatever that's worth, I think that's the best of the three, but it's bad. In order of best to worst, um, Sandler's next Netflix movies are Sandler Wexler is the best. Wow. Um, <laughs> improbably ridiculous six is the second best, mm-hmm. um, and the do over is the is the worst. Um, you know, it's he, he's not in it, but he produced it. Uh, it's at the Madison Joint. Uh, True Memoirs of an International Assassin. Which you made as another recommendation a few months it's back. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, worth mentioning. Um, All right. Do we want to do an old one as well? Oh, I have another movie I kind of want to talk about. Oh, okay. Because yeah. uh, I, I like this little new movie corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did find time to go see uh, Colossal in the theater. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. Um, which is a movie that I was very interested in. Um I had heard it described to me like a year ago when they were making it, um, mm-hmm. right before they got sued by um, <laughs> Toho for yeah. for illegally using some uh, Godzilla imagery to try to sell the movie to investors. <laughs> um, but the way it was described to me, which is incorrect, mm-hmm. was that um, Anne Hathaway sees news footage of a kaiju destroying Seoul in Korea, and she feels some psychic connection and then goes to Seoul to like commune with the monster, right. which is not what the movie is. Right. Um, the movie's way different, and I don't know how much I want to say because it's a spoiler. Mm-hmm. I have weird... Did you see it? Um, right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get too much into it. I, I have weird <coughs> mixed feelings about it. Okay. Um, and, and then I'll say, like... I, I, I can't say too much. Okay. But it's... Uh, <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't want to say too much. But overall, do you think there's some good stuff in it that people yes. can give it a shot? Yes. Okay. I think it's worth watching. Okay. That's that's good enough for me. Um, I yeah. will say uh, maybe a little content warning for the movie. Uh, and this is I, I really want to be careful what I say because I don't want to I don't want to spoil anything. But a, abusive relationships plays a big part in the movie. Mm. Um, so if and I think you wouldn't necessarily get that from the promotional material, which right. I know like some people that wouldn't want to see a movie like that. That's kind of why I'm experienced because it's like oh like. This would be really hard for a lot of people to watch, like, and it kind of feels like a shitty bait and switch. But I also think it it 
portrays it in an interesting way. Okay. Cool. Um, it's 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 worth watching if if you think you it, it won't bother you. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I have an older one. I watched sure. Broken Arrow for the first time. That movie oh. was awesome. Oh yeah, isn't it? <laughs> a little preview of Ben View on Wu. Uh, that movie's very good. <laughs> I really have Ben View on Wu. We might. That's something that's very possible. Um, I actually really dug Broken Arrow, and not realizing Broken Arrow was my first John Wu movie. Oh wow. Yeah. Because um, I caught that, and believe it, I remember I was brought to the theaters to see that. Oh, wow. And I just remember hearing, like, oh, like I remember seeing the HBO thing back in the day where, like, yeah, the HBO had a feature head on it, and they are like, oh, John Woo, Hong Kong, one of the Hong Kong's best directors is doing this movie. Cool, I don't know who that is. Yeah. But I watched it, and I'm like, that's a fun movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, check out... Uh, Broken Arrow's fun. Check out Broken Arrow. That's a good movie. I don't know what it is, but, like, Frank Wiley's line... About like it's called a broken arrow. I don't know what scares me most: <laughs> the fact that there's a nuclear missile missing, or that fa- we have a name for it. <laughs> we have a name for it when this happens, yeah. <laughs> or it happens so much that we have a name for yeah. it. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, uh, I also like. Uh, I I I'm really loving John Travolta as a villain, which we get in two John Woo movies at, at least. Well, you know that's the where the name of the website came from. Ain't it cool news came from a, a line that he said in that trailer in that movie I did not know that no there's a no literally the line where Christian Slater's kid is like you're insane I'm, and John and then John was like I know ain't it cool yeah yeah when Harry Knowles created the website he's like what am I going to name he's like well, I just saw Broken Arrow I'm not kidding that's literally where the name came from John Travolta's very good as a bad guy I quite enjoy him in Broken Arrow too you yeah. know <laughs> it makes me sad though mm. a little because it seems like it seems like if we can get a little controversial here. Okay. It seems like he has a lot of fun with those kind of roles. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Scientology doesn't let him have fun a lot these days. Uh, and I kind of feel yeah. sad for him in that regard. I, it's like when I see him in snippets of something like, say, I haven't seen it, but like The Savages mm-hmm. from uh, the Oliver Stone movie a couple years ago. Yeah. Where he played like a dirty FBI agent. Yeah. Probably like, yeah, you seem like you want to do more things like that. And also, I've, I haven't seen it, but I this was a, a tweet that sparked these thoughts about um, John Travolta um, for me. Was someone talking about how much fun it looks like he's having in Hairspray? And mm. how much that's definitely the kind of thing that it looks like Scientology would want to stamp out? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I don't know. I wish, I, I want John Travolta to have fun. No, yeah. And I, it seems like he's being held back. I heard he's great in the in the, o, in the O.J. Simpson show. Oh, uh, yeah. American Rock Star, which yeah. I have still not seen yet. Yeah. I hear he's really, really good in that. Yeah. Um, yeah, Broken Arrow. That's a fun flick, man. Yeah. You're really diving into the 90s stuff recently. Well, it was on TV. Okay. So I watched it. Well, I get that, but it's like, like with this, Hackers. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched Groove as well recently. Gro- what's Groove? It's a Brave movie from like 2000. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Okay. That like, was also Sadie, because if you recall, she showed me Hackers too. That's true. Uh, I watched a movie called Totally Awesome. You ever hear that? No. It's um, it's a VH1 film. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't believe it went theatrical. Yeah. Um, and it's the premise is, the movie starts with Ben Stein standing on like a movie set. Mm-hmm. And he's like talking about '80s movies and the tropes of '80s movies, and he's like, and and VH1 because they they just tried in recycling shit no one wants from the '80s. They bought the rights to this unreleased film from the 1980s, uh, and so that's the idea is that it's an unreleased '80s film. Okay, um, it's really funny. I mean, it's it's it parodies a lot of '80s movie tropes, and in in some of them, I think doesn't do a good enough job to distance himself from how racist they're because <laughs> there is a Soul Man parody that's very hard to watch. Ooh, um, but it's it's very funny, and mm. it's it's got a really really great '80s villain role in it. Mm. Um, so uh, check that out too, maybe, but maybe skip over the, the <laughs> Soul Man parody part. Um, you know, what, but actually, Tracy Morgan is also kind of involved in the part, and he's really funny in the movie. So okay. it's kind of uh, who can say. Um, actually, I will admit one older movie, which is weird. It doesn't feel like an old movie to me, but this was like 13 years ago, mm-hmm. and um, I was uh, watching the, the first Hellboy. Oh yeah, it's a good movie. That's a good movie. I, I I will admit that I still think there's a there's a couple of things I'm not a big fan of in that movie. Yeah, it's flawed. But... It, it's it is flawed, but I also feel like. It's one of those things like like Big Trouble Little China mm-hmm. that like I kind of wish I had this movie when I was seven. Yeah, like Big Trouble Little China was like childhood staple of mine, mm-hmm. and I can admit to being there's some like yeah you can say there's story things or character things in Big Trouble Little China. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. Yeah, um, Hellboy. I'm now older and jaded, and I can see story problems and character problems here and there. Yeah, I fucking love that movie though. <laughs> it's it's cl- it's Guillermo del Toro and Mike Mignola in a good middle ground. Yeah, and I, um, yeah, I'll admit the reason I watched her watch is there was the announcement of the reboot, mm-hmm. which I've, I've got conflicted feelings about. 
But uh, yeah, what we'll, we'll see what happens. David Harbour's playing with it. He can play it. Yeah, like, I'm not saying he won't do a good job. I yeah. go, no, I can see him in the in the sawed off horns. And the director is a guy who I, I enjoyed a lot of his movies. Mm-hmm. And it seems like this is what Magnolia wanted. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, but like, yeah, but I really love Rod Perlman. Yeah. <laughs> like Rod Perlman is Hellboy. And also, like he desperately wants to make Hellboy three. Like yeah, him and Garbo, and it's yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna mourn the death of Hellboy three and just enjoy Hellboy and Hellboy two. Yeah, and I was I was at the I just finished up watching rewatching Hellboy one again, and yeah. I'm just like God, I love this movie. I should probably watch it. I haven't seen it in a really long time. It is on Netflix. So yeah. there you go. Cool. There you go. Keys. Go watch it on Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> uh, plugs. Okay. Um. Hey, guess what? What? It is the, I have officially been doing a video day for a full year. Wow, because you started in May. I started in May. Yeah. Um, That's guess very what? Impressive. I'm still doing it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. No, it's it's been... Um, I actually did a thing... Of, what's that? What? Well, I guess I... I didn't say anything. <laughs> no. Um, so it's been interesting because I did a... On the, the one-year day, uh, on the official day one year, uh, I, I did a compilation video of just like, kind of like a little string of a little bit of every, of every month. And I put that together and uploaded it. And I looked at it and went, that's crazy. Mm. Like, that's a full year. Yeah. Like, that is a year of my life, like, distilled in a couple of seconds. But that is crazy that I actually did that. Yeah. Um, and I'm still doing it. I have to figure out today's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're running late, but I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. Yeah. Um, so, I, yep, they're still on Instagram, at Justin Quiz. Um, still... Uh, guard's still up and about so you know always check the website for, for more articles from us um, and yeah I'm on Twitter at Justin Kizan go ahead nice. uh, go to BenVNetwork.com check out all the great shows on there um, we had some exciting uh, moments on, on a recent episode of Shut Up Leonard that Andrew and I did we came back to talk about Dr. Ken yeah. and something I don't want to spoil the surprise but something fucking insane happened in that episode I so, have not heard that episode yet <laughs> uh, go, go check out that episode it also teases the podcast that Andrew and I might do next um, mm-hmm. so look for that uh, it's on babynetwork.com uh, you can follow me on Twitter at VeryCoolEmily uh, you can write us an email at Benview. Uh, what are, what's the show called, Justin? Jesus. Um, ben on Steve on Twitter. That's on Twitter. Yes. Benview on Spielberg, Spielberg Podcast on, yes. at gmail.com That's is right. the, the internet mail address. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they call it iMail? Really? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> go, go, um,. Check us. Well, hey, we'll see you next month. We'll be talking about the movie that I'm about to look up on IMDb. Now, this is a real fun um, thing because my phone is at one percent right now. So let's see if I can get to Steven Spielberg's next movie before uh, my phone dies. Uh, On the way, I've accidentally hit producer. That's gonna. That's a real stumble. Um, Join us next uh, uh, next month when we talk about. Are you ready, Justin? I have it. Go ahead. Go ahead. When we talk about War Horse. (laughs) We'll see you guys then. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Nerds Unite! This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.